and welcome to From Nowhere to Nothing, Ontological Oxymorons. I'm your host, Joel Bouchard, a graduate student in education, and with these, Mr. Norman Gayford, a professor of English and philosophy. We've all been so involved in something that we've lost track of time. Sometimes this can be a stressful experience, like a tight deadline for school or work. Sometimes it can be more indifferent or enjoyable, like putting together a puzzle. But sometimes something magical happens. The whole world around you seems to melt away, and nothing but the joy of engaging with one task seems to remain. This is flow state and the topic of our discussion today. All right, so um, flow state, this was actually a listener recommendation for a show. Um, And kind of the backstory is uh, the guy who asked me to do it is similar in age to me. You know, he's, he's 31. And um, he he had an experience where he entered a flow state, and what he realized is that it's the first time in his life he had entered it, which sort of blew my mind because a flow state is something that you know I've I've become pretty familiar with, especially over the years. Mm. Um, something I've actually tried to like hone or cultivate yes. um, to the point where it's a pretty regular experience that I have. Um, so to realize, man, there's some people that have never experienced this was was a, a huge perspective shift for me on, on you know how people go through life and what what their experiences are. Um, so why don't we why don't we discuss what what is a flow state? Well, all right. So we'll we'll go to the the, the preeminent. Uh, coiner of the, the, the name, a remarkably uh, interesting Hungarian-American uh, psychologist, a uh, major figure in the field. His name is Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, and he was interviewing over the course of, of his years of research um, people of all walks, poets and painters, musicians, business people, um, uh, trying to find out where, if, and when, uh, what goes on with them in their process. Do they have moments of, of as you, of you, as you say, being um, uh, out of themselves, or, or so in the, um, so in the moment of whatever task they're doing that they they don't even realize their their own selves present and and he found that uh, many uh, people kept talking about being in the flow and so he decided to call it flow state uh, and and so the, but it's not the and he he acknowledged that it, that's not a, like a, it's a coinage but um, if you think back to, well, if you've ever experienced um, the I Ching, which is this ancient Chinese, uh, fascinating uh, philosophical uh, text, which has three layers, uh, but essentially uh, with trigrams, but it's, it's essentially a way of trying to figure out one's place at any given moment. It, 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 it's, it's not really prophetic, but it's, uh, it tries to get you to come to terms with the yin and yang of any particular experience. But the word flow in translation is used in the I Ching from thousands of years ago, uh, indicating that the no beginning, no end, uh, dynamic, um, holistic nature of of the universe itself. 
mm. and us being entirely a part of it. So I, I find it really interesting the flow state and 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 uh, uh, Mihai uh, goes to this particularly now his most recent. Uh, books is uh, about business particularly so as with so many things now we're taking it to well, how can we improve our mm-hmm. business right? right okay fine i'm not terribly interested in that but i <laughs> but but as if it helps the overall zeitgeist of of our uh, social uh, milieu then i then i think it's worthwhile None, nonetheless it, it's a coinage but it harkens back to more ancient things right and Something about that, the name of it is, there's a lot of um, different things about flow state that are um, paradoxical, mm-hmm. but even the name is, right? So flow, yep. you know, it's people describing themselves as being in the flow, um, but that seems to sort of imply that there's something that is taking you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. one of the characteristics of flow state is a sense of control, of a situation, um, and those two things seem to be sort of at odds with with one another. Well, they do even even in the words flow and state, because state suggests a condition which has a kind of static quality to it. So, there, yeah, built into it, there's a, something of a paradox. And and he says uh, in in some of his writing that, um, and by the way, we should say this: he's a, a number of, of online, uh, especially in TED, where he's TED Talks uh, that are helpful on YouTube and so on. But he's, he asserts that in his research, it takes someone up to 10 years at least to hone whatever skills they may particularly have that take them into that flow state. Uh, so there's the work. Uh, so, an, so a composer or an artist who says that they're so out of themselves, they're not even realize of their con- realizing their conscious selves uh, because of the intensity of being involved in the work, mm-hmm. uh, or what they're creating in some way. Um, I may have gone on a tangent with that. So. No, no, that's good. Um, I'm going to spell out his name for the listeners because I think some people would really be interested in listening to his TED Talk. Yes. And if you are trying to phonetically spell out his name, you're, you're going to have a bad time. Yes, yes. So I'll just give it to you here. Um, it's M-I-H-A-L-Y is his first name. His last name um, has every letter in the alphabet. It's uh, C-S-I-K-S-Z-E-N-T-M. I H A L Y L. So if you're trying to look them up, that's right. that's. And there's a there's a there's a there's a cheat for that too. If you look up flow state and spell his first name, then you're going to get to all of the information. Nice. Okay. So, all right. So we've talked about um, a little bit of kind of like the the etymology of of the flow state. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, undoubtedly, uh, you've experienced a flow state before, right? I do. I, I want to say frequently, but I, then it sounds like one is being arrogant, and I have no pretensions about uh, there's there's no magic. It, it feels magic when you're in it, but yes, I have felt it frequently. Mm. Um, I don't. Uh, and when he said that thing about the ten years, you know, you somebody casts a thought into your head, and you say, "Well, did I feel it frequently when I was really young?" And I don't have memory of that, so <laughs> I can't. I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know that that brings up some questions, right? Because um, 
you know, if you think back to your childhood, your childhood memories and things, you definitely think, okay, well, when I was a kid, I was pretty carefree and lots of times I was singular of focus and I'd tend to become engrossed in things and, mm -hmm. you know, lose track of time and do these things. Mm -hmm. Do you think that those things are, are flow state? I, I, I think they are proto-flow state. He might say something like that. To me, I think it's indicative of the capacity to get there. And I think it's a, it's a taste of it. Mm -hmm. uh, whether, yeah, I mean, as reading, when you're in the book and you not even realize you're reading and you come back out of it, you're in a kind of flow state in the, fa in the, in the sense that you are engaging so with such a focused manner uh, in the narrative that you are participating, you are doing the work with the writer of being part of this thing. That's true of some some um, film or television experiences too. If you can be just be passively watch, having something happen, but if you're engaged in it, if you're in in a, uh, watching a play and you are part of what's going on, I think whatever your age is, you I'd call it a full state. Yeah. So active engagement is um, yeah. a necessary condition of of a flow state. And you know, looking at it and thinking about you know. I also experience a flow state on a pretty regular basis. And again, you know, it's not, I don't really think it's something um, to be proud of because I'm, I'm not so sure it's something that requires a great amount of skill so much as um, identifying um, a situation and putting yourself in a position to kind of engage in that sort of thing. And I do think that a lot of childhood experiences are a flow state. And I think that a flow state, you know, a hallmark of flow states tends to be um, a period of, of growth or learning. Yeah, you know? and I think that's what Cheek said, uh, Mihai would say, uh, if, if we go with, with him, but, it, but he's not the be-all and all, he, and he would say that himself, like 85 now or something. It is a skill thing in the sense that you are, it, it implies that you are working with some set of skills, whether it's musician skills, artistic skills, business skills, computer programming skills, whatever it is. Um, and that you're, that you are, you are working within a challenge range so that it's not just mindless. In the sense that, like when you've described going to, if you were just playing, Yankee Doodle. <laughs> and you were just playing it the way you've always heard it. That's not flow state. Uh, if you are modifying or, or it, it, and you, you create new tunes and pieces all the time, Joel, I know this, but if you're even modifying something else, making it fresh, that requires a skill set that allows you to make that modification and a creative, a creative challenge that says, I'm not happy with just keeping it exactly the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, creativity, I think that is a big part of flow state. And so, you know, we, we talked about it, how it's being applied to um, business, um, you know, business in, in kind of its modern incarnations and things. And, yeah. and at, at first blush, there's something about that that seems a little bit repulsive, like, oh, okay, there's a monetization or something about it, then you're like, eh, I don't know. But really... Um, when I think about a lot of my experiences at work is where I experience a lot of my flow states. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, another part of flow state, another necessary condition, 
um, you know, in doing research for the show is that it takes actions and makes them intrinsically valuable. Yes. And so I think that that is a very important positive for looking at flow state in a business sense is, you know, you're, if you're trying to encourage people in a, in the business world to enter a flow state, you're trying to encourage them to see their work as intrinsically valuable. And I think that's, what's helped me in a lot of my jobs is, you know, if you're looking at, you know, um, your input and output, right. Sometimes it can be discouraging depending on your line of work and to think, well, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm do- making a difference or I don't feel like I'm doing um, anything worthwhile yeah. um, for humanity. But if you kind of shrink down um, in, and f- focus your perspective inward a little bit, um, sometimes you can realize, well, okay, but what I'm doing, the actions that I'm taking, the interpersonal interpersonal reactions I'm having with um, coworkers or with customers or um, you know, how I'm problem solving, how I'm learning, how I'm being creative. Um, even if I'm not making a, a difference to the world as a whole or having positive outcomes or changing the world, I'm changing myself in a way that I'm perceiving as being positive. Absolutely. See that, that, and I, I think that that's really a necessary, uh, it, it, it's, it's not up for removal. You've got to have that, that realization that it is what you have chosen to engage in at the moment. It's not a, it's not a martyr superhero thing. No, it's not world salvational. It is, it is contributing to the world as you just said so well, because of the uh, development of self. I mean, I, I, I've experienced this more frequently, and I'm grateful. I have gratitude for this, even though some people around me may think I don't sound that way sometimes. I'm turned into a crotchety old guy, um, but but I am. Uh, I, I mean, I can I can, for instance, uh, this week, working backward, having these conversations, to me, is a flow state experience. Um, the one, one we 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 talk, we decide a, a topic, we do our research, but then it's it's it goes, it takes a leap. We're not just repeating things that we have found; we're making something out of that by poking mm-hmm. and prodding and 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 enjoying the the whole conversationality of it. Sometimes so that we don't even realize what time we we don't we don't pay attention to the time. We don't have a clock on the wall. We're not and. I think that's flow state. My 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 time. I, I'm so grateful for the time that I have with my granddaughter every day of the the week, the working week uh, for my son and daughter in law, because you 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 can, if you're going to uh, I I don't know I can't speak for anybody else, but I think if you're going to stay sane, if uh, or if you're going to stay, if you're going to really have the experience with that little one. Everything else goes away. You've got your, your, your caretaking. You want to nurture questions. You want to follow the line of the play wherever she goes, uh, repeating the language, adding new vocabulary. Uh, I had a moment, this, and this may be way, way too personal, but I don't think it will be. I'd, uh, yesterday, we'd, we'd been outdoors, we'd been experimenting with, oh, well, ice, we had some ice and then it had melted into a cup because of the next day of yesterday was warm and and got all worn out and she had a nap and when she woke up um, 
went upstairs to a playroom and she wanted to sit in in a rocking chair with me and just was sort of being half dozy half awake and we were just listening to the wind i'd open up the window the wind outside and the leaves skittering across the, the sidewalk and she started giggling very quietly and and i said is it the sound of the leaves and she said yes grandpa and i started and i said yeah they sound kind of funny don't they and then then a blue jay and that was it that was funny and everything became funny but it, it was just that was to me i wasn't thinking about how old i am i wasn't thinking about how old she is it was just too uh it was just a moment yeah and and again this is this is one of those things where like language has a, a bit of a hard time capturing the concept um which is why you know it's it seems so strange that some people engage in the uh, flow state on such a regular occurrence and some people have never experienced it yeah. um but yeah there's you know the, like i was saying there's that paradoxical or kind of counterintuitive nature of it where um you know you're you're entering a situation and you feel like you're you're going with the flow but you also feel like you're in control of what's going to happen i know like when i'm making music um you know i might start doing things that are way outside of the box you know music has rules you know yeah, people yeah, might not know but music has rules they say these are the things that sound good um but if you do all the things that sound good your music is very boring <laughs> so um you so i get into a flow state making music you know when i start just saying you know what i'm just gonna start doing really weird stuff and i'm I ha but I have a confidence that I'm going to be able to make it work, you know? <laughs> and so that's that sort of going with the flow, but also having control of it. And there's a synergistic sort of element to it where it's a singularity of focus. Um, you know, you're focused on one task, but the multiple aspects of that task all of a sudden become um, integrated and easy again it, i don't know what word you use because it's not multitasking no the task is, is singular but the elements of the task all of a sudden you're aware of all of the individual things that are going into it and you're able to manipulate them into achieving the task in the most efficient and you know productive way redefining really what the word what the word good means because you come up with good music if good means intriguing right, right? yeah not just well he well Mihai uh, says among other things and and I I'm sure you've read this or, or heard him say this but it, um, he points to the the capacity of the mind um, how many uh, he refers to it as bits how many how many bits per uh, minute we are able to take in so to speak and and when when uh, artists mu musicians uh, or or people engineers who are so involved in making something they've lost track of the time uh, and enjoying the process because of the challenge and because of the process itself uh, we can only do so much so we become less aware of the world around us because we are spending because that that consciousness and so he says in some of his writings, he repeated this a few times, but control of consciousness is what determines quality of life. So if you're just constantly being bombarded and you don't develop the capacity to 
put things in their place, so to speak. Not not perfectly, no one does, obviously, but but to say, nope, 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 nope. For the, yeah, I know this is going to pieces and whatever, but I, right now, I'm drawing. I mean, this is where, I, in, in my art, which is just for me and my art teacher, uh, you know, really, uh, a few people I share with, but it's not, you know, it's, it's, it is so energizing. It is so amazing when you are with a sketch pad or doing paper tearing or, or, or painting and, and you're not, you want to follow whatever this thing is in your head that, that is coming out onto that paper. But you, 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 you know, realizing whether it's the afternoon, it's the evening, that somebody called in or I don't even know, I, you know, it, I think that that's a control of consciousness that becomes so second nature that it doesn't seem like control. Right. And I think that's something that is definitely diminishing in modern society. And I think it's primarily due to social media um, because notifications notifications are the number one greatest threat to flow state right absolutely um, so i do a i do a very I li- i'd like to think i do a very good job of compartmentalizing so when i'm at work i'm focusing at work when i'm doing art i'm focusing on art when i'm doing school i'm focusing on school um but i am a manager at work so sometimes i might be home and somebody on the off shift has a problem they have to text me or call me or something or, um, you know, I've, I've done a better job of silencing it, but every once in a while, Facebook or somebody will say, Hey, you know, somebody yeah. mentioned you or, you know, something <laughs> like that. Um, you know, and really nothing destroys, um, what I'm working on than those interruptions, right? If I'm doing school, I'm writing a paper. It's very much, um, you know, you can look at writing the paper itself as constructing a tower out of blocks. But that's not true. No, it is. It's not the words on the paper itself. It's the ideas that are being built. It's the knowledge that's being constructed. Yep. So it doesn't matter how many words you've gotten down on the paper. You, I could have nine out of ten pages written. But if an interruption happens, you might as well knock over the entire tower of blocks yep. and then have to rebuild the whole thing again. Um, so flow state is building that that tower, you know, and interruptions to that singular task that you're focusing on destroys the whole tower. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that's something that um, happens a lot nowadays. And I think that um, people, especially people who are not familiar or who have not experienced flow states on a regular basis, they don't know what they're missing or they don't know that it's happening. Um, you know, it, it's definitely you. It's so notifications and interruptions are so habituated into our natural um life that you don't realize what it's how it's affecting you um, mm-hmm. and, and and it's not and i and i think it's not just social media it, i certainly yes social media exacerbates this to a, an incredibly geometrically huge proportion uh, but think about advertisements even back to when you were a kid, I'm thinking back to when I was a kid. <laughs> um, now this happens. This happens if you if you happen to be listening to a, a performance, but then uh, the radio 
comes in and says, oh, by the way, you're listening to W. Wait a minute. <laughs> you just interrupted Debussy to tell me this? Do I need to? No, no. And so, oh, I was listening to Debussy, wasn't I? Because I chose that ocean piece that I like so much. And so rather than being in the ocean, now I'm back to, oh, I was listening to the radio, wasn't I? Thank you very much. Uh, I think this happens. This has happened since advertisement began. Mm -hmm. uh, the yeah. purpose of advertisement is to interrupt you. It's to interrupt that other advertisement that came before. It's to, no, me, me. It's like things in a line that are, and you're surrounded. Mm -hmm. So those notifications, absolutely. Especially if you're, if you're in a situation where, uh, as, as I was in, in teaching, especially when we were doing so much online, and you are being in a managerial, there are times you, you can't turn your phone off. Mm -hmm. The twenty four seven thing is is an ill concept in many ways, but it is uh, virtually inescapable in certain positions. And and so then you have to say, well, I know there's going to be interruptions, but I'm going to uh, turn the sound off. Mm -hmm. So if it flashes, okay, that's let's flash um, a quiet screen flash may be less intrusive than a noise, <laughs> right? But it's still intrusive. Yeah, yeah. It's um, sort of levels of information, right? So, I mean, you know, maybe you have a, a particular ringtone that tells you, okay, it, this is this person texting me or this is yes. this social yes. media site. Yes. Well, that sends a signal to your brain about what sort of actions you should take as opposed to if you have a single uniform buzz, you know. Mm -hmm. All that tells you is that, huh, something is happening, but it doesn't tell you what. Um, yeah, so if, I, if, I, if it's a family member or it's a friend, or you, you know the friend's going to wait mm -hmm. because they understand. He, in, in, his, in his book, uh, Mihai, Flow, the Psychology of Optimal Experience, uh, he's, it's on this topic, Joel. To overcome the anxieties, this is a quotation, to overcome the anxieties and depressions of contemporary life, individuals must become independent of the social environment to the degree that they no longer respond exclusively in terms of its rewards and punishments. Well, there are people who, as soon as they get a message, they got to answer it back. Mm -hmm. Well, there's that endorphin rush. Somebody sent me a message. But when you're a manager or when you're a teacher, you're like, okay, yeah, but <laughs> it's not necessarily endorphinal there. Right. Uh, uh, to achieve such autonomy, a person has to learn to provide rewards to herself, she has to develop the ability to find enjoyment and purpose regardless of external circumstances. There's the work. Right. Yeah, and this crosses over to what I'm working on right now um, in school. So the class I'm taking right now is, um, it's like student affairs in higher education, which mm -hmm. is, um, you know, it is what it is. But the particular assignment that I'm working on this week is on student engagement and um, how student engagement gets fostered. And so going in, my preconceptions of um, the topic were that, you know, student engagement would be um, promoted if the topic that's being taught is something the student is interested in or if the student has choice in their educational path. Those are, those are the two things that I was thinking would have the biggest influence. And while those are numbers two and three, Number one on student engagement, what the research shows is that situational interest is the most important part. And so to kind of deconstruct this whole concept, right? What that means is that what I'm thinking is that if you're a student and you can, I'm thinking what's going to depend on what engages you the most is 
if you can choose what you learn about, mm-hmm. right? Or if what they're mandating you to learn about is something that you're already interested in, right? So if I'm a musician, I'm going to be most engaged in a class if I can choose a class on music. Or if somebody's saying, all right, you have to take a class on music. That was my thought. But what the research shows is that the topic is almost irrelevant. And the matter of choice is almost irrelevant. Meaning that if somebody mandated me to take a chemistry class, but that chemistry class was taught by a teacher who was very interesting and I was surrounded by students who are very interesting, that chemistry class is going to engage me more than the classes on music that I was either mandated or that I chose. So my interest in the topic isn't as important as my interest in the situation that's taking place around me. Interesting. And that that blew my mind a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. But that, again, is representative of flow state. Um, you know, and that... And I think that's a huge reason. Okay. Again, you know, if you're at work, you can hate your job, but you can still enter a flow state if your coworkers or your customers or, you know, just the, the actions that you take in the situation are engaging or causing you to have that sort of, um, reflective, constructive learning experience. And so, that's kind of wild, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty interesting. But yeah, and and there's a there's a benefit, of so many benefits. But one of them, which you can see, obviously, be, be part of the educational studies that you're doing. If you have a classroom or an environment that is inviting and engaging for whatever reasons, the teacher, the the, the cluster of students, uh, the interactivity then you might actually find out that you do like chemistry if you were a person who never did, mm-hmm. which means that you've probably advanced your education a whole lot. Because a lot of people you know, want to go to college or choose your institution because they, they think they know what they want to do. There are a lot of people who don't. And they're actually in a better position in many, many times. <laughs> but you go to college and and you know, you think you know what it is you want to do. And if you get into the, and so I just want to study this one thing. Well, that's, and I'm not bashing this when I say that's a trade school concept. I'm going to go to carpentry school. And carpentry is honorable and plumbing is noble and welding is an art. And and I do not second rate any of those things. We need more people who are flow state engaged and realizing that that work is incredibly um, engaging. But anyway, but but in college, which is not a job school, but business orientations have cast it that way. Uh, you tend to think the same way. Well, I'm here to study X, and so I just want to study X. So why do I have to take all these other things? Well, the, the purpose of taking those other things is to make your mind work better, to make your connections deeper and broader, to be able to have conversations across fields, which may then play into your creative work within your field when you've chosen it, which requires that you have some, back to what you were talking about, engaging circumstances that would invite you into chemistry if you're not a chemist by nature. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it, it's it really gotten to the point where the more I study education, the more I think about that sort of thing as like the uh, 
the arcane arts of of college you know like it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's a concept that is almost lost to time um because the vocational um aspect of of higher education is, is so taken over it yeah um yeah. but the structures and the things that are still in place um that make that possible as long as the situation of the classroom whether that is in person or online or wherever the situation of the classroom being the, the faculty member, the students, the, the material, those things still make um, fostering that learning experience, the critical thinking, the problem solving, the interdisciplinary engagement possible um, mm-hmm. as long as you can get people into that state. You know, that's, you know the, the structures are still there. It's the people that have changed and the attitudes that have changed about you can lead a horse to water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so let's talk about what what differentiates flow states from other states of arousal. So going back to my intro, right? I yeah, said go to that chart. Um, yeah. Right, and and so I said, uh, let's see, what what did I say? I said sometimes you know what you're doing can you can it can be an indifferent or even a enjoyable thing like putting together a puzzle yeah. where you lose track of time. Do you think putting together a puzzle? Um, in that scenario, do you think that's a flow state or is it something else? I, well, it, I, it could be, if we're going by the, the definitions of our, our, our main figure of the, in this discipline of study, it would have to have those, other, those, that, those two components. It would have to be a, a, a challenging of one's skills and, and it would have to be a challenging of one's previous accomplishment with those skills. I think he's asserting that that's what the um, uh, the flow state really requires. If you're not just in a state of, oh, I like this, or yeah, this is a nice way to pass the time, or whatever. Um, so for puzzles, if you are if you have a skill set that you've developed where you're you're good at puzzles, that the, the the challenge would have to be a puzzle of a kind that you haven't done before, uh, which was going to require your focus and attention, which is, which is the work, but which also leads to the joy of the accomplishment once you're doing it. Right. So it's the, the context is pretty individualized. So, um, you know, somebody could just be putting together a puzzle as a way to pass time. And so even if they lose track of time and yeah. they have a singular focus, that could just be hyper focus, which is a different concept from flow. Yeah. Whereas somebody who is challenging themselves, whether they're putting together a puzzle that's more monochromatic or has more pieces or something that challenges their skill set, mm-hmm. um, and has those other components that we talked about, could actually be a flow state. Yeah. So take it, take it to the reading experience. If I'm reading a, a mystery, we we're talking about mysteries before, and I just, I just, you know, I want another mystery. I can I can still lose myself for a couple of hours in the book, right? And and I'm still participating in the the storytelling, so to speak. But if it's the same kind of thing that I always read, then I'm really not challenging myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I then pick up a book that is uh, of a kind that I've never read before, and I find myself working at it, and then um, and then finding that I am swimming deeper than I've in deeper water than I've uh, swum here heretofore, then that would be flow state. I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'd agree with that. 
So let's look at all right. Let's look, start looking at some formative and speculative things, which okay. is where the conversations get real weird and, and fun. <laughs> this is where we get into the flow state of the conversation. Um, why do you think flow state exists? I mean, it does it have utility? Yeah. Why evolutionarily? Yeah. Or what, do, what, what do you think was the was the purpose for? Why did it develop in the course of human cognition? <laughs> Well, first, well, you know where I'm going to go with this. I don't, there's not necessarily a, a purpose discernible as in trying to lead the human race to a better, I don't think anything's trying to lead human beings to a better place. I don't think that, that it's that kind of purpose. If the purpose is that it has some kind of use, well, the use is in uh, maybe. I would uh, posit that, that if you find yourself in situations where you take great joy and feel growth in having done something, whether it's sports or uh, the array of things we've been talking about, and you emerge from it feeling good about yourself, but not only that, feeling like you have contributed something, but you're not sure how <laughs> or where it might fit, that is a benefit to not just oneself, but to the, the community one is in. Not a, not a one-to-one benefit, not a discernible mm -hmm. benefit. I might be a better person for having painted a painting and nobody else would know that I've ever painted. But if I'm being paying more attention to my surroundings and not trying to photographically represent, but rather thinking about values of light and dark and thinking about how I actually perceive something that my perception may change and that change of perception may lead to some kind of interaction and blah, blah, blah. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that, I think that where I'm thinking about this is then like, um, so I mentioned the word earlier, hyper-focus. Mm -hmm. um, hyper-focus is a distinct concept from flow state. Um, and in a lot of ways it can be maladaptive where you have some similar characteristics. You lose track of time. Um, you, you have a singular focus and this sort of thing. But sometimes hyperfocus can be detrimental, right? If you're trying to do something that requires um, a lot of different steps and you're hung up on one step, um, the whole thing might suffer. Or, you know, if you're you find one thing that's enjoyable and then you just pursue that and then you, a lot of other things are completely falling apart. Um, yeah. It might be detrimental. You're talking about an obsessive. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like an obsessive thing. Behavior. Um, f and f so flow state is generally. Well, what's this other thing he said? He said something. Let's see if I can find it. I, 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 I... Right. Because <laughs> as, as you said, um, you know, while things don't have to have a purpose, philosophy is um, natural science, right? So yeah. we're. we're we're trying to look at the invisible hand, whether or not it exists, and yeah. determine why. Why would this develop? Why did we take the trouble? Thing? He talks about taking the trouble to pay attention to something, which is not by. This is a bad state sentence. It's not by nature natural. <laughs> we don't. We don't just naturally pay attention to one thing more than another, but we are drawn to it. This is where it becomes, um, we'll bring up the philosophy of phenomenology, uh, which is, in a nutshell, which is, of course doesn't serve it, uh, 
trying to figure, trying to describe how consciousness works mm. um, by looking at intentionality, by trying to figure out why we chose to, to look at and pay attention to something. What is our intention with that object? And and how do we see that object and what's going on in our head? It's descriptive mm. of, of, with that object. Well, if phenomenology can become a flow state experience if you're, well, there's that, that, that bottle that's sitting there that's just so unusual. I want it. So I'm going to try to describe to myself why, what is it about that bottle or that essay that I read? Or that new tool that I just bought. What could I do with that? Right? And mm -hmm. That's, I'm not sure I'm answering what you were asking for that. Yeah, it's just, um, and, and this is, I think you are getting somewhere that's pretty interesting. Um, our question is, why does, why does flow state exist? Like, what is, what is the purpose that we've developed this well, ability? Why do we have consciousness? <laughs> right, right. We can't even answer that yet. We know, we can know how the, the mechanics seem to work. And, and so what you were just mentioning is another one of the kind of the para, paradoxical um, elements of flow state, right? Is that sometimes you have such an intense focus on something mm -hmm. that the concept itself starts to just deconstruct, right? Yeah. And most people can do this pretty easily by just focusing on a word, right? You know, you think about <laughs> yes. you think about tree mm -hmm. or something, and you're like, well, why does this word encapsulate the abstraction, you know, that mm -hmm. or what this thing is? Mm -hmm. You know, how does the abstraction relate to the concrete element you mm -hmm. know and where is the abstraction not helpful right uh, yeah yeah and so you, all of a sudden you start thinking about this thing and you realize man like language is really weird or a tree is really weird you know and so that's almost um that's almost an entirely different thing on its own you know like flow state kind of is taking together um, various elements of a concept and synergizing them into a, a, a whole. Um, and then this other element of focus is almost looking at the whole and then deconstructing the elements into something different. And Why? I don't know if that, I don't know what that is. I don't know if there's a word for it or if there's even a, I don't, uh, offhand, I, I'm not thinking of one, but but it's a fascinating question, and that's partly what we're about too. Isn't it? It's asking the questions. But if you, yeah, if you just okay, so let's say that you, um, your manuf in your work, you're manufacturing a new. Is this even in the, in the realm of possibility? A new process, or you're manufacturing a new kind of product? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So if that, and you put a team on it, and and the team doesn't even know. They, they have some idea of of the goal of of this new product, but how do you get there? And they have to be able to be creative, and they have to be able. To, and, and part of that is a problem solving. Of well, what's the product going to solve? Why does it need to exist in the first place? What is it we're trying to do? And you can wrestle with that question. And that's a flow state process because if you're, if you're putting all your skills. Why would we need this? What does it solve? Why do I want to do this? How can I ch meet this challenge? I mean, that's what, again, Mihai, he, he, he pointed to Sony. I remember in one of his talks, he, he says, Sony Corporation didn't have a product. 
uh, the, the, the gentleman who started it didn't know what they were going to do. He just knew what he wanted the process to be, <laughs> which was to pull together a bunch of people who were really interested in doing the work that they did from an, uh, an, an, an engineering viewpoint, to give them the space and the uh, a method by which they would be encouraged in that process and to be creative. <laughs> That's a very Eastern... <laughs> it is. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. In, in the Western world, it's all about output and, and you know, yeah. those sorts of things. But no, that's, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess the short answer is why does flow state exist? Well, we don't know. And I'm not sure if we'll ever know. Um, but we can see it has tangible benefits to ourselves. Yeah. If we've experienced it, we know. Yeah, it has, it has benefit to the individual. It has benefit to society in some cases um but we can't seem to draw a linear relationship between how this would have developed right Um, yeah i i think not i i uh uh he says contrary to what we usually believe moments like flow state moments the best moments in our lives are not the passive, receptive, relaxing times, although such experiences can be enjoyable if we have worked hard to attain them. The best moments usually occur when a person's body or mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. So the optimal experience is the total in. I'm all in on this thing, whatever it is, because I can see that it would have benefits Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so trying to trace that back, like when when that first happened, because you think the early history of humanity was lacking a key component of that description, and that was the voluntary part, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you were all uh, early you're humans were all in on a lot of things, but that thing was primarily survival, survival because or, you're subject right. to the elements, right? right? How can I how until can you I start I, manipulating the elements, or until you start taking? Um, perhaps illusory control of your environment. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that voluntary aspect, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, if it's involuntary, you're just trying to figure out how am I going to eat or how am I going to defend myself? Or yeah. What am I going to do? That's not a flow state. But at some point, yeah, I think that that, that, might, be the, that might be the key factor there is the manipulation, you know. Can I take something and create something more out of it? you know, better things, kind of do things differently. Yeah. might've been the first condition under which it was, under which was experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, you think flow state can be experienced under any circumstances or a variety or? I think he would suggest that if, if part of it is about f- finding your way into a place of total engagement, regardless of the exterior circumstances, then, then yes. Um, I'm, I, I, this is very brief, but I will just mention this because it's somebody that I, I had the pleasure of meeting once long ago and his, and, um, his wife is an old friend. Um, she's in her nineties now. Uh, and he, uh, was a teacher. He was an art teacher, but he was in a prison camp in World War II. Horrific circumstances, but he was teaching art. 
Hmm. Now, and that probably had a salvational uh, result for him, but I would argue also for people around him who couldn't. It, we're talking about art in these impossible circumstances, but yeah. I'm, I'm being self-indulgent um, in this, Joel, uh, in saying this, but I think that that's where I have lost, not lost, I've strayed recently despite the absolute plethora of, of, of moments of, of it doesn't just because you have flow state, it doesn't mean that you have risen to something else necessarily. You can get distracted. It, I have let myself be distracted in this political environment, which is much more than just a political environment now. Uh, sometimes necessarily, sometimes to the detriment of the moment in which I am living. Mm. And I think that th that in itself is uh, that introspective, uh, active introspection, which leads one to say, no, I never should have said this. Or just because, why am I doing this? Why am I repeating this mantra of things that I already know are bad for all of us, but. Uh, and and so I don't. It doesn't fix everything. Yeah, yeah, and and again, I think it's another example of this, you know, kind of a hyper focus or of a, um, you know, there's there's an element of to it. I I think about um, you know, time in the army. Right, mm. there's plenty of situations, you know, training in the army and stuff where it's very singular of focus. You know, losing track of time, um, accomplishing some pretty pretty cool things in the moment and integrating things and stuff. And you would think that it would be very close to a flow state in those regards. Um, but it never felt like it, you know? And I think that, again, it might come back to that, the voluntary aspect, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did not have a choice in a training exercise. Like there's elements that you can't control, um, that are going to have a negative impact on you. And I think that it's the same thing, you know, you don't have to be in a military experience to experience that. You know, like you said, if in a very adversarial um, political environment or any of those other kinds of things can can quite easily become just as consuming um, or, you know, singular of purpose as a flow state without having um, the same effective or uh Cognitive or there's, positive there's the word, right? You can you can you can chew on the same thing over and over again without engaging the problem itself, mm. and 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 flow state is about engaging voluntarily problems, challenges, and there are some challenges that we are in, not in a position to have incredible. You know, influence on but our own state of being as we've said before is where the influence happens right so again we're coming back to sort of splitting hairs on on the definition a little bit where you know like like i said i'm doing my uh, research project right now on student engagement yeah. and engagement is a critical component of a flow state and what we're finding is that the interest a student has in the particular situation is more important than the student's choice of topic. So 
then you have to look at the concepts of choice <laughs> and voluntary, right? So choice doesn't have an impact on a student's ability to engage. So even though I may not have a choice in something, I can still engage with it. But I need to voluntarily engage in order to have a that's flow it. state. Yes. So yes, yes. That's where the flexibility of thinking comes in, right? So you you're looking at the circumstances. Can somebody experience a flow state under any circumstance? Maybe not, but the number of circumstances that they can engage in are probably much wider than they think. Because even though they may not have a choice in the situation they're in, they do have a choice to voluntarily um engage with a variety of concepts that may not be appealing or um you know interesting or any number of things um so yeah it's that it's that flexibility the voluntarily um submitting yourself to engaging in a i will not engage in this way at this moment because i want to use my skills to try to figure out what this challenge is. And I want to lose myself in figuring out this challenge. That's, that's the flow state. Right. So do you think that we can willingly initiate flow states? Do you think that it's, that do you think, do we have, can we conjure them? (laughs) Yeah. Do you have, can you have ultimate control even in a very limited number of circumstances? Right. So let's say, um, Let's say you you are an artist and you have a a plethora of artistic skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an artistic space. You have artistic knowledge. You have a creativity, a willingness to engage. You have choice in the matter. You have all of those all of the elements that you need. Do you think that you can then have complete control over entering a flow state, or do you think there's intangible elements that prevent you from getting there it's in the, certain circumstances. It's the muse. We're talking about yeah. the muse still has to come and speak to us right now. I, yeah, it's a fascinating question, and it's a serious question, and I, and I wasn't trying to make too much light of it. Because no, I kind of like it. I sort of want to do a, one of our God's episodes yeah, on the muses the, now. The muses. <laughs> it, it's, it, yes, you can. Okay. Can you set up all of the elements? Can you have a recipe? Can you have all of the uh, things that you need to put in into baking that marvelous uh, upside-down cake? Yes. Does that mean I, you're going to be creatively involved in that so much that you might make a better upside-down cake because you've tried something different? Not necessarily. I, I don't think... <laughs> You can set the conditions, uh, but there's that, that as you say, intangible. I mean, you can't sit down at a desk and say, I, by God's, I'm going to be brilliant today. Not only that, but I'm going to make sure that for the next five hours, I don't know the next five hours have passed. I think you're pretty much setting yourself up for, right, right. for failure on yeah, that. I think, uh, yeah, and this is, this is, you know, again, we're getting into that the weird paradoxical nature of it, right? Being in the flow, but being in control and, and, you know, being a singular of purpose, but having an awareness of all of the aspects that go into it. Choosing to be there. Oh, there's an ontological thing in that. Choosing the being, choosing to be in that space, mentally, spiritually, 
allows for it the possibility. It doesn't guarantee. Right. So <clears throat> it's not like every moment that you have with my grandchild or something like that is a profound moment. But overall in the day, it's a profound day because the more the moments than not are shifting into that. But it's not like I said, oh, I, I will be, I will be in flow state. I will, I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing is um, <laughs> think of the cowardly wife. Say, yeah, yeah. I do believe in spooks. I do. Because <laughs> <laughs> That's happened to me, right? I'm I'm very lucky to have a studio, to have a bunch of instruments, to have um, a skill set and tools to do that. And you know, every every once in a while, I'll dedicate an amount of time. I'll know, okay, I have three hours, right, to <laughs> to play, and that will get into your head. You know, you'll suddenly think, okay, I've got three hours. Well, I need yep, to, yep. I need to <laughs> get down to work. Well, no, you can't do that. You know, it's uh, like you said, having all of those things can facilitate a flow state. Um, but there's a part of the mindset that requires you to let go. So I might have control over the environment, you know, by, you know, produce, you know, having things that are conducive to a flow state. Um, but part of the flow state is is the letting go. Um, so if you if you're controlling the environment too much, you you can actually be stifling it to an I'm extent. I'm smiling because I'm thinking of Yoda, little Yoda from Star Wars, not Baby Yoda, <laughs> Yoda the original. Anyway, uh, and I always had a problem. I found it problematic when he it was castigating Luke Skywalker and saying, there is no try. There is do or do not. <laughs> As a teacher, that really rankled me. But but just hearing you, what you just said, I'm going back and I'm thinking, well, yeah, I'm going into my studio. I'm going into my, into my work table, whatever it is, and I'm just doing setting myself up for I'm doing for three hours or whatever. I've already said that before I come in the door. Do I need to remind myself of that? No. We are extraordinarily good at not just doing. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what hangs us up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I I think that we've, we've reached a good place. Um, You know, we, we talked a little bit about formative and, and some summative elements, but really we spent the whole episode just trying to pin down what it is. And, you know, I, I hope that's helpful to people, but it, it demonstrates the whole sort of mystery of the thing altogether, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where until you've experienced it, it's really difficult to explain or, you know, try to, you know, it's, it's a, um, it's a pretty wild thing, and um, I think you, it is. I, and I don't, I don't think we were trying to offer a recipe book, but I think flow state is available to anyone. Mm. Uh, and I think that some people may have experienced it, and not realized that they've experienced it, and uh, or or allowed themselves because it might seem like a luxury. And I think that psychologically, it is not a luxury. Psychologically, and there's your use. Let's go back to that utility for just a moment, because I know you're wrapping it, but I. I if there's a use or there are uses, I think one of them must be that it it deep it, it deepens, maintains, or in fact uh, ups the flourishing nature of 
of our psychological state of being. Uh, without any flow state moments, one is likely to be burnt out, uh, perhaps extraordinarily angry, <laughs> perhaps um, without hope in the sense of, is, it, is there more than just this? And and so I think that might be the... the yeah, yeah, it's like a surface, a surface level... Um, everything seems surface level. And I mean, I, I reach that a lot because, you know, even if, even if you are somebody who reaches flow state as a musician on a pretty consistent basis, that doesn't necessarily mean you reach a flow state in work or in any number of other no. things, you know? No. So yeah, it's that, I think that there is a, that the big, you know, aspect of flow state is that the creative engaging and then that integrating of, of concepts. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, if you don't have that, then it's, it is kind of a, um, you know, sort of a surface level or, or disjointed kind of experience. And he, here's another one of his statements. I think this will, maybe it'll, it'll help cap it. Uh, if it's when we act freely, voluntarily for the sake of the action itself, rather than the ulterior motives, that we learn to become more than who we were. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's perfect. Until next time, keep on.